Here are 60 minutes of memories of the Kansas City Athletics. This game was played on September the 10th, 1963 at Municipal Stadium, KC. And the opponent were the New York Yankees. Here are the starting lineups uh, for each team. The uh, Yankees starting uh, Tony Kubek at shortstop, Bobby Richardson at second base, Joe Pepitone at first base, Mickey Mantle in center field, Roger Maris in right field, Elston Howard catching, Hector Lopez, left field. Cleet Boyer at third base. And Ralph Terry is on the mound. For the Kansas City Athletics, we have uh, John Wojcik leading off in left field, followed by Wayne Causey at shortstop, Jerry Lumpy, second base, Norm Seaburn, first base, Ed Charles at third base, Charlie Lau catching, Gino Simoli in right field, Bobby Del Greco in center field, and pitching Diego Segui. The announcers uh, for the athletics, this is uh, this audio is taken off of the uh, KC Radio Network. Uh, it starts off with George Bryson, uh, followed by Monty Moore. As I said, this is not the entire game. It's 60 minutes of the game of September 10th. 63 and it covers from the top of the third through the bottom of the sixth. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. All right, we're going now to the third inning. Be Cleet Boyer, Ralph Terry, and Tony Kubek. The conversation about uh, Boyer, the Boyer family. Yankees, I think, well, I know, according to Rizzuto, would like to play the Dodgers because of the vastness of that ballpark. The checks would be a little bigger. A little bigger. <laughs> be a lot bigger. But the Boyers would like to play against each other. Perhaps during the winter, then, could get a couple of banjos, maybe make a fortune. Right at batter, Boyer hitting 252. 12 homers, 50 RBIs. Diego Segui is ready. Winds up and pitches, the first one in the dirt, a ball. Sagi has an unusual habit. Grab the belt buckle after every pitch. All ball players do, pitchers do crazy things out there. Little low, a ball. Robin Roberts used to adjust each pant leg very carefully. Harry the Hat Walker, I'm sure most of you are familiar with him. Go through, Monty, I believe, mentioned one night, he'd go through maybe a dozen caps a year. 
little exasperating, though, I guess, to watch it hour after hour. Two balls, no strikes, no score here. We're in the third. Foul ball hit back into the screen. Two balls and a strike to count on Cleet Boyer. Yogi Bear watching the pitcher carefully. Siggy in the windup now. Here's the pitch on the way to the plate, and it swung on and missed for a strike, and it's two and two. Well, the Dodgers won, and Pittsburgh nothing, and the Pirates are batting in the fifth inning. Sandy Colfax with a run, uh, one run bows to protect. Two and two now. The wind up. Here's the pitch. Boyer swings on it and misses and strikes out on a bad ball. Strikeout number one for Diego Segui. In the batter now will be the pitcher, Ralph Terry. Terry has a total of six hits and 82 times at bat. It's not much. 0-7-3. But he's batted in three runs, and we mentioned that last night about Bouton, and he promptly got a base hit. He was hitting even less than that. Next pitch is a fastball strike in there. On Terry, the outfield uh, kind of embarrasses him a little, I think. Wojcik and Del Greco were in close. Here's Segui's next one. Fouled off. Well, I can see why. If that's the way he swings, they're not going to get too much action out around the wall. Ralph got caught out a little bit on that one. Uh, Segui's pork ball was thrown pretty well. <laughs> He's ready again. Segui down there to get the sign and nod jest and winds up and pitches and Terry takes this one a bit high. One ball and two strikes. No score. Top of the third. One out. Get you a station break here when we get an opportunity. All right now, Segui gets a sign from Charlie Lau. Ralph Terry, the pitcher, right-hand batter. Here it is. Swung on, hit into the air to right field. Samoli should handle it with no trouble. Big can of corn out there. He's got it to two out. Well, let's have the station break. This is the Kansas City A's Baseball Network. and Monty Moore, engineer Ed Shepard. Municipal Stadium in Kansas City where the Yankees and the A's are playing. The weather hurt our crowd tonight, but we still have a good one. And they're in from, for some excitement. You can see that already. There's no score. Quebec lines one to right field. Samoli on a dead run. Going, going over there, and he's got it! Nino on the run. Got down on the knees after he caught the ball, so his momentum would make him lose his balance and slid along the grass. In the third, no hits and no errors. Nobody left, and the scores are last of the third inning now. Yankees nothing, and the A's nothing. Well, you've tried American premiums, expensive imports, too. Now try the third taste in beer, Waldeck.
Rosino Somoli, who made a good uh, running catch to end that inning, got a little bit of a ribbing out of uh, his own bench, and the Yankees really boarded on him when he came out to the plate. But that was a kind of a safety way to do it, skidding along so he wouldn't fall. Here he's the plate right now, Somoli, and the first pitch to him is high, a ball. Hey, the Cardinal pitcher. Gibson has just homered in the second inning with two on, and it's at least five to nothing now. The Cardinals pouring it on. One ball and no strike count. Samoli hitting 273. Too low a ball. Samoli has had quite a year against the Yankees. He's hit three home runs off them, and he's only hit four. Hitting 286 against the Bombers. Of course, the right field fence, very short in Yankee Stadium, is good for him. I can't really tell you. Imagine he hit all of them there. Here's the 2-0 pitch. There's a hot shot on a bouncer in center field. A base hit for Gino Simoli. So Simoli is on, and here is Del Greco. I was down in the office, down in Lopat's office earlier this evening, and he was talking with uh, Jerry Coleman of the Yankees. We were talking about Del Greco. Bob's average isn't too much. 250, well, isn't that high? 215. 215. I thought that was wrong. But 190 for a long time, but it's a good one. There's a ground ball to left field. A base hit. See what we need? The ball, he makes the turn. And Hector Lopez in left field took a little gamble that time. He played that ball off on the side and made a pickup like an infielder might. Had that one gone through, it's an embarrassment. Del Greco hitting that ball with good authority. Last night had three for four. Scored our winning run, and Lop uh, what really brought it on, Lopat was talking about Bobby got a late start on the suicide squeeze on the time that uh, Lumpy bunted. That's why it was so close, Marty, and, he, and Jerry did bunt the ball a little hard, but I couldn't quite figure why it would be such a close play, but uh, Eddie said he got a very late start, and he was a little concerned about it, didn't know whether he'd get in or not. Well, I was too, to say the least. That's a... Uh kind of strange. They quoted Bobby in the paper today saying he got a real good jump. Is that right? Yeah, did you oh. see that this morning? No. <laughs> the next pitch now. A bonnet ball. The play will have to go to first base and it's in time to Richardson coming in. It's a sacrifice. And only slides into third and the Greco down to second. Sagi bunting. Sacrifice bunt moved him up. Now a base hit and we got something. No score in this contest. Last half of the third. And that'll bring on Johnny Wojcik. He was out on a foul, rather a fair fly ball in front of the plate to the catcher in the first inning. For Kansas City, he has five hits and 32 times at bat and one RBI. Right now, a base hit and he left three. He's a left-hand batter. Off in foul territory is Gino. Ralph Terry up and ready. Third baseman Boyer in close, everybody else deep. Curve is a strike call. Good high curve to hit. They're going to give away a run now if he can hit the ball on the right side of the infield. Quebec Richardson, Pepitone are back. Although a hard shot to Pepitone could hold him if they wanted to. Gino's up the line. Terry on that rubber. Goes into the windup now and delivers to the plate. And Wojcik takes it just outside. One and one. like to see him swing the bat now rather than look around for a base on ball. 
with one out. He gets the one he wants. Nice quick bat. So Terry now gets ready. Cranks up and fires. Wojcik swings and fouls it off. Had a good cut. One ball, two strikes. That went on the screen back of the plate. John tried to hit that ball to left field, George. That's a good sign to see a young fellow trying to do that. But I think of all the young fellows who've come into the athletics organization after the big leagues since I've been around the ball club, he certainly is one of the most intelligent and easily coached. Well, the outfield around the right and a third baseman in close, his percentage was certainly doubled or tripled or even more. Third baseman Boyer looking in now to try to get the sign. Here's the pitch. There's a high fly ball, short center field. Look out now. Mantle's got that baby in short center. There's the catch. Samoli starts, but he's going to go back. Not too many times does Mantle throw out anybody, and the main reason is you don't run. That one was uh, impossible, really, because it was not too far back to second base. So now we have Causey at the plate. We have runners second and third. Wayne was out on the pop fly ball to Quebec in the first inning. Now the infield can take some liberties. In fact, Richardson's back on the grass. Cause he can hit the ball to left field. Terry in the windup. Here's the pitch now to Wayne, and it's high and outside. A fastball, ball one. No score, last of the third. This is the nearest we've come. We let off with two singles. A sacrifice bunt moved him up, but Wojcik was out on a pop fly ball to short center. Terry gets ready again. Here she comes. Foul ball. In the upper deck, back of the plate. Terry has several different speeds. Wayne Causey. Quick recovery from a dislocated left shoulder. Must confess to you, I was sure that he would not play anymore this season when I saw that thing. Here he is. I think he wanted to play the next day or two, didn't he? Now Terry ready. A ball and a strike on Cossey. Takes a long time to get the sign. Cossey swinging a bat and calls time now. You know, you stand in there and look down at that pitcher just so long. Now John Rice says, let's go. Simoli up the line from third. Del Greco is down at second. with the ball behind him now goes into the windup pitches and Cossie swings and misses and it's a ball into strikes and he had something on that one he must have had a little something at Bells and Howard didn't know about because Howard is going out to talk to him right now gives us an opportunity to tell all of you now who own a camera or can borrow one sure want to come out here Sunday better get here early maybe about one o'clock because at 1.15 until 1.45 you can go down on the field and take pictures of your favorite Kansas City ball player Put a rope up. You'll be behind the rope, and the players will walk along, and you can you can ask them to pose with band, glove, whatever you like. Take pictures for 30 minutes. Not a big affair, just something that uh, the ball club wants to do for you now, if you like to have some pictures. And you see the Boston Red Sox, Dick Stewart and company, too. All right. Terry's ready. It's a ball and two strikes. He's in the windup, and here's the pitch. And it's swung on and fouled off. That's the closest Mr. Schaaf has come in quite a while. Big butterfingers. 
One and two, the count now on Cossie. No score here. We have two hits. And Terry and Cossie in a personal battle right now. And the coup's hanging right in there. Now Terry gets a sign from Elston Howard. Takes a long time. Ball right on his hip. Now he goes into the windup and delivers to the plate. And Cossie swings and foul tipped it right into the glove of Howard. It's a strikeout. The inning is over. And a scoring opportunity goes down the drain. It's no runs on two hits. There were no errors. We left two on. And the score to the fourth inning now. The Yankees nothing and the A's nothing. Give you an idea of what the Athletics have left in the season. We have played the Yankees here again tomorrow night and Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow night, Ed Rocco pitches against Whitey Ford. A 21-game winner for the Yankees already. Rocco, a nine-game winner for the Athletics. Thursday afternoon, Mo Drabowski pitches against Al Downing. Then on Friday night, the Boston Red Sox move into town with, well, one of the very interesting ball clubs in the league. Uh, Dick Stewart, Carl Yastrzemski, Frank Malzone, Bill Monboquet, and several other outstanding ball players. They'll play here Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. Then Monday's an off day, and the Athletics will travel Tuesday of next week to the Washington Senators' ballpark. We play Washington two games, then have Thursday off, then play the New York Yankees four games in New York City. A twilight doubleheader on Friday night, the 20th of September. And then uh, following the Yankee trip, the Athletics go to Boston to play two games, and then back home we wind up the season with games against Cleveland on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Going now to the fourth inning, Bobby Richardson, Joe Pepitone, Mickey Mantle. Right now, it's nothing-nothing. Big goose eggs up there on that scoreboard in the second game of this four-game series. We won last night one of the most exciting and thrilling baseball games, as far as Kansas City is concerned, I've ever seen. And I often wondered today, many times, the thought occurred to me. The people who turned off their radios when we got way behind, or the people who went home from the ballpark and, and didn't listen anymore, when the fireworks went off, when the game was over, which indicated to all around here, miles around, that we won the ball game. I bet there were many a guy said, son of a gun, words to that effect. Well, we're set to go now. Richardson grounded out to Lumpy in the first inning. Nice play by Jerry, by the way. And bouncer, slow bouncer. Sagi, a right-hander. The New York Mets have a young man by the name of Hickman that not too many people have heard about. He is on a home run bench. He hit one just now in the fifth inning with nobody on. First pitch down to Richardson is a little bit low, a ball. So the Mets lead the Giants 3-0, and the Giants have quietly folded their tent, apparently. Next one. Over the outside corner, a call strike. Doc Edwards, not Doc Edwards. Johnny Edwards is just homered for the Reds in the second. They lead him Milwaukee 2-0. Here's the pitch now, and it's just outside a ball. Two balls and one strike to count on the first man up here in the fourth inning for New York. Frank Rossetti looking into Ralph House, who's leaning against that favored post and has a nice pile of gravel. He ate a little last night, I imagine. Now the two-ball, one-strike pitch. A little low with a fastball, and it's three and one. Tigers won and Washington won in the second game. There in the third inning, Washington meet the Tigers in the first game with a two-run shot on the last of the ninth. Three and one count now. The wind-up by Segui. The pitch on the way is taking a strike right in there and goes all the way out three and two. Dodgers and Pittsburgh. It's still one nothing. The Dodgers in the sixth. Next pitch. 
Ground ball going to Crosby. Has to give a little ground. He has it. There's his throw. In time and not much to spare. One gone. Richardson hit one and took a, that last bounce, in which Crosby had to give a little bit of ground about a step. Crosby got it and whipped her over to first base in time to get Richardson, who goes down there in a hurry. Now here's Papatone, who popped out in the first inning. We're in the fourth. There's no score. One Yankee's gotten on base. That was Maris, who walked in the second inning. Sagi cranks up and fires. Slow curve. Hit into the air to right field. Samoli should handle this one. Getting under it now. And he's got it. Capitone went for the changeup. Good pitch that time. You know, when they when they get them out, all those changes look real good or when they miss them. And then when they hit them out of the park once in a while, you can have the other other side of the coin. Here's Mantle who can hit them all out. But he hoisted one up to Ed Charles at third base in the second inning. Sagi already cranks up and delivers to Mantle who swings misses for a strike. Roger Maris took a little atmosphere out of this ballpark a while ago. Mantle always does. That's a typical Mantle swing there. If you connect, you've got some action out in the street somewhere. Oh, one pitch. Call strike over the outside corner. Came back with the same pitch. George, the Yankees say that Mantle's having a lot more trouble batting left-handed now than he is right-handed. Uh, batting left-handed. His pivot leg, uh, the left leg's really bothering him quite a bit. He hasn't had many hits left-handed, they say. He's hitting over 400 right-handed, 200 left-handed. 0-2 count. Here's the next one. That's inside a ball. Back to Monty, if I recall, he batted right-handed against a right-hand pitcher at one time, or at least uh, for a little session this year, someone told me. I haven't heard that. Well, it's mighty nice with his great power that he can hit both ways. A man that'll go down there, make no mistake about it. Mantle. One ball, two strikes. Next pitch. This one's low, and it's two and two. In fact, sometimes we're accused of being too complimentary to the opposition. But when you come into the big stars, the men who make the game and play the game, we're all they were their worth, like K-Line and Mantle. you got to do it. K-Line playing with a bad knee. This man here is playing. Could have taken the year off all right, but he loves to play ball. Two-two pitch. Swung on and missed, and he struck him out. And in the fourth inning, no runs, no hits, and no errors. Nobody left, and the score to the last half of the fourth inning now. Yankees nothing, and the A is nothing. Say, folks, remember the loan by phone number to call is Grand One Five Three Seven Three. And tonight only, we've made special arrangements with GFC Loan Company. Tonight, everybody who wants to make arrangements for a loan by phone is sure to be taken care of because tonight, GFC Loan has all the lines on the main switchboard open with friendly Bob Adams and all the boys from the nine Kansas City and Independence offices on deck. GFC Loan Company, so call tonight, Grand One Five Three Seven Three. With all those phones in operation, you're sure to be taken care of. Call right now and twenty-five to two thousand dollars is yours when you want it to borrow. Yes, tonight to accommodate you and you and everybody who wants money, all the lines on the main switchboard at Grand One Five Three Seven Three are open with all the friendly GFC Loan Company men standing by to serve you. So for cash tonight, it's Grand One Five Three Seven Three, GFC Loan Company, Grand One Five Three Seven Three, open Monday and Friday evenings until 7.30. An office in Independence at 217 West Maple, also in St. Joe. About ready to go now. Last half of the fourth inning, we'll have Jerry Lumpy, Norm Siebert, and Ed Charles. 
Last night we had some groups here we didn't get an opportunity to get to. Electrolux salesman and the wives of Kansas City, McLeod Kiwanis Club, McLeod, Kansas. I hope I pronounced that correctly. By the way, the we had uh, September 9th Cystic Fibrosis Week. Kansas City A's had their guests last night, 10 patients, the local Cystic Fibrosis chapter. All right, now set to go. Terry's first pitch to Jerry Lumpy is low, a ball. Lumpy probably hit the hardest ball's been hit here, other than a smash on the ground to Charles. At least he hit one in the first inning out to center field. It was caught by Mantle, well hit. Ralph Terry is the pitcher for New York. Lumpy, the batter, the pitch on the way. He's hit on the ground going to Richardson. Big bounce right to him. Tommy threw him out. Or Bobby, rather. Tommy Richardson, president of the American Association. And if he could ever hit a ball, that'd be the day. Now, many of you listening, I'm sure, know about Uncle Tom. Well, at Minnesota, they're ready to go. Cleveland will pitch Barry Latman, and Jim Cobb will go for the Twins. Aaron has just homered for Milwaukee in the third with none on. I don't know. It's too low a ball. I'm not sure if Milwaukee's recalled Tommy or not, but if it's Hank, that gives him 40. And it's uh, 2-1 to one now, Cincinnati leading the Reds. But right now, Seaburn's at the plate with one out, and there's one ball, no strike count. Norm is out of the batter's box. Hey, the Dodgers got a run in the sixth. They lead the Pirates 2-0. Here's the pitch now to Seaburn, who swings, hits one to center field hard, but Mickey Mantle is going to get there, hobbling a little bit, and he makes the catch. Seaburn lined one again to center field. I don't know, Molly, how you feel about it. I just hate to see Mickey, Mickey hobbling or limping, favoring the legs. It kind of hurts me to see him run. Well, it hurts you to see any good athlete hobble in any way. I know it's a struggle every Saturday to see the football halfbacks, uh, people idolize, having to limp a little bit. But just to see him out there certainly is a, a great feeling to the band. They want to see him. Here's Ed Charles, and he swings on the first one, a changeup, strike one. Ed hitting 273. He made the, the outstanding play of the series, really. Ralph Terry, a right-hander, delivers to Charles. A changeup, and again it's swung on. And it's nothing in two. Phillies lead Houston by a score of 10 to nothing. They're now in the sixth inning. Ralph Terry, the slow curve. Charles out in front. Be interesting pitch right now, 0-2. Here it is. Low and away, a ball. One ball and two strikes. Kind of looked for him to throw a fastball bad then, but he didn't. It's interesting to set up and kind of guess what they'll throw next. Man down in the batter's box guesses too once in a while. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Foul ball off his foot. One and two. George, we're happy to hear that uh, Ed Charles is going to be around Kansas City all winter long. I know uh, he was another real good man to have at some of those public appearances around yeah. to help sell baseball, but uh, Ed's going to college here in Kansas City this uh, this winter. I believe he's going to try to line it up anyway. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Anytime you, you see an athlete and wants to get a little education and brush up on something that he's not familiar with or not familiar enough with and prepare himself for the future, you really got to take your hat off to him. Next pitch down to Ed, and it's hit through the middle, a big high bouncer. Richardson has it, slips and falls, can't make a play. Could not have made one anyhow, in my opinion, going away. Ball off the glove of the pitcher, took a great big bounce out there, and Richardson got it in the pocket of the glove, but couldn't do anything with it. In fact, he slipped and fell. But he had no chance, I'm sure, because he was on the shortstop side, the second going away. The base hit for Ed, our third of the ball game, and brings on Charlie Lau. Lau struck out in the second inning. 
We had an opportunity, a golden opportunity in the third when our first two men up single, but it was the tail end of the order again. Then a sacrifice sent them around. They stayed right there while Wojcik and Kozik were out. Here's Terry's next pitch, outside ball one. Alston Howard once again is going to talk to Ralph Terry. He was 116 and lost 13. Jimmy Dykes getting all kinds of signs. Lopat was telling us, Monty, down there, showing uh, Jerry Coleman without showing the signs about the squeeze play we've had out in Los Angeles. You might remember they, they picked our sign off two times in a row, and Lopat knew they were, so the next inning they used the same signs, but they didn't mean the same thing. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. Low curve, a little bit low, a ball. Charles broke like he might go. That would have been the ideal one. Of course, he had no way of knowing it was going to be a slow curve. Jimmy Dax out in Los Angeles after apparently one of their one of our signs had been picked off. Jimmy was in the third base coaching box, and uh, Bill Rigney was in the dugout right close to him. And a couple of them were missed in a row, and Dax yelled over and said, "Well, did you pick those up? Our guys didn't." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that's the the, the game we're talking about. I thought Monty got the good one off last night here when Dykes is giving Del Greco the conversation. Clay Boyer goes over and listens. There's a fastball too high, and it's 3-0. and Which you never know. You see, a lot, of, a lot of batters don't even want to know what's coming. Some do, some don't. Because he can always switch. I saw Clay Boyer lean over a while ago to get, uh, get the sign from Elston Howard so he'd know what was coming. That determines where the ball is hit a lot of times. Here's a 3-0 pitch, and it's a fastball strike. Two out here. We're in the last half of the fourth. There's no score. The Yankees have had only one base runner. We've had three. Terry gets the side. He takes a long time, and now up on that rubber and takes his stretch. Here's the pitch. As a ground ball hits to the third baseman Boyer, he's up with it. Flips her to first base in time. Allows out. And so are the A's in the fourth with no runs on one hit. There were no errors and men left. And the scores, we go now to the top of the fifth inning in a fastball game. Yankees nothing and the A's nothing. Fans, for any extra cash you might need, $25 to $2,000, you can get it at GFC Loan Company. Yes, white-collar workers, plant workers, any working man or woman is good for a loan at GFC. So for money for a vacation, to pay off bills or whatever, call friendly Bob Adams tonight at GFC's loan by phone number, Grand One 5373. Bob's there right now as a special accommodation to you. And remember, tonight all the lines on the main telephone switchboard are open to assure you double quick service. So give GFC's friendly Bob Adams a ring right now at Grand One 5373 to make all the arrangements. Then stop in tomorrow at your nearby GFC office to pick up the cash. Nine offices in Kansas City and Independence to serve you and one sure to be not more than five minutes away. Again, that GFC loan by phone number for right now is Grand One 5373. Offices open Monday and Friday until 7.30 in the evening. Also an office in St. Joe at 1019 Frederick Avenue. All right, we're going now to the top of the fifth inning. The Yankees will send Roger Maris, Elston Howard, and Hector Lopez up there. Only one Yankee's been on. That was Maris who walked in the second inning. Roger's 29th birthday today. Left-hand batter, they play him to pull. Leading off, the Yankee fifth, Roger Maris. Oh, 
Okay, Maris is in there, and Diego Segui is ready to go. Gets a sign from Charlie Lau. Ed Charles is in pretty close. Everybody else deep and around the right. And here's the first pitch outside high, a ball. Segui has started them off with a ball a good many times. Wally Moon is homing for the Dodgers in the seventh with a man on. It's 4-0 over Pittsburgh. The change high outside, ball one. Nice night out here. Oh, boy, it's nice. Here's Segui's next one. Had an ocean stopped in time, and Segui is way behind now, and the first man up here in the fifth inning. Three balls, no strikes. Get you a station break as soon as we can. George, those Phillies are really pouring it on Houston. It's 13-0 in the sixth inning. Callison just hit a homer. Next one here to Roger, and it's low. Ball four, he walked up. So Maris walked. Battle will be Elston Howard. Going to have that station break. This is the Kansas City A's baseball network. George Bryson, Monty Moore, Engineer Ed Shepard, ballpark in Kansas City. Quite a ball game. Here's Howard at the plate. Runners at first. Fastball strike. You heard that gentleman say, at least the part of our network at least, say the temperature 74. Just within the last couple of three, four minutes, the temperature we understand has gone down, down two degrees. And then Shepard reacted. He got on his coat and closed the door. Here's the pitch. Fastball strike. Oh, he hummed that one. The Cardinals keeping pace with the Dodgers have scored again. It's now 7-0 St. Louis over Chicago in the fourth inning. 0-2, the count on Elston Howard. See what Segui throws him now. Charles is back deep. Here's the pitch. There's a hot shot into right center field. A base hit. Their first hit of the ballgame. Run on the way to third. There's a throw. Going to be close to third. He is out there. play very often. Maris did not slide. I don't know if he intended to or not, but he was tagged about six feet down the line from third. Elson Howard single to right center field on the 0-2 pitch. Roger Maris trying to go from first to thro uh, third is thrown out. Del Greco to Charles. George, that Del Greco has been doing some big league center fielding the last week. I'm telling you, he made a diving catch out in Los Angeles the other night, saved the ball game, and now he comes up with a throw like that. It was really some throw. Well, it certainly was. Make no mistake about it. Here's Hector Lopez now, runner at first, one out. Next pitch is high a ball. Back fans, I said last night, I was listening to a tape today, and I, I heard myself say on there, I don't know how in the world you can afford to miss these ball games. or words to that effect. Well, it still goes. If you want some excitement, we've had it in this ballpark this summer more times than anywhere I've ever been in baseball. There's a pitch that misses a little bit. Two balls and no strikes on Hector Lopez. Ed Charles made one of the greatest plays you'll ever see on a ball. This man hit in the second inning. Del Greco was just throwing a man out. We're not patsies for anybody. We've just been just one little step short of being very good. 
High fly ball, center field, El Greco trotting now. Takes a little hop. I like to see that. That means he's got it. And he has. You can just look at this ball club. Well, you can look at any of them and say, well, they needed this or they needed that. But in analyzing the entire year, one man who could have hit the ball out of the ballpark maybe 30, 35 times for us and driven in 80 or 90 runs, maybe 100, would we be ever showing somebody our smoke and more than one, two, three, or four in the American League? They'd be looking up at us. But you don't know those things in advance, and sometimes you can't do anything about it anyhow. There's a fastball outside a ball. Charlie Lau looks like he's going out and get that ball for to get a chance to hit it. He's eager, isn't he? <laughs> Some of these guys, I'd like to get it before they get a chance. Yeah. Here's the next pitch. Just missed that outside corner, 2-0. and oh. That's the kind of a ball game a catcher likes to work. Segui's had good stuff all the way, George, and he's had it pretty close to where he wants it. The catcher gets eager on a night like this when, when everything he wants from a pitcher he's getting. The stretch now in the pitch. That one missed, and it's three balls, no strike. Monty told you, he's been around that plate, and that's exactly those pitches. That all three of them have not been more than an inch or two out of the strike zone, if that far. In fact, I think Diego thought he had a strike then. But he'll be careful with Boyer. Terry is next. Here's the pitch. Swing! And a miss. No score. We're in the top of the fifth, and it's three and one couple things there. Uh -huh. They gave him the green light, and he had to swing at a breaking ball on 3-0, which was a little bit of an indication. Yes, sirree. Charlie Lau called for the curve. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Now a fastball called strike 3-2. And, and the Yankees are guessing wrong, thank goodness. You know, you wonder, and you maybe in your own mind criticize a good batter, a good hitter, because he takes the fastball, swings at the curve. It's a matter of trying to figure out what you're going to get. You guess. 3-2 pitch. Runner going. It's ball four. Now, Boyer walks. That is the second base on balls given up by Diego Sergi. Check that. That is number three. That's right, two in this inning. Maris walks starting out the inning, was thrown out. Trying to go to third. And here now is the pitcher, Ralph Terry, who's wearing... The normal colored Yankee sweatshirt, inner shirt. Last night, uh, there was a white one showed up. All right, Segui in the stretch. There are two out. Two Yankees on base. Here's the pitch. And a ground ball going down to Wayne Cossey. Charges. Has to go to first base, and he does. And he threw him out, and the inning is over. So, in the fifth inning for the Yankees, it's no runs on one hit. A great defensive play on Del Greco's part. They left two men on. And the score to the last half of the fifth inning, the Yankees nothing and the A's nothing. Well, now, if your car payments are so big they hurt, don't you let them go on hurting. You're paid down to $1,000 or less. The GFC Loan Company can cut those back-breaking payments in half, maybe even lower. That's right. GFC can reduce your balance way, way down. Now, does that sound good? Well, then call friendly Bob Adams at the GFC Loan Company right now. As a special accommodation, Bob is keeping all the lines on the main telephone switchboard open all through this ballgame. And that number is Grand 15373. Bob will fix you up in a hurry. He'll make the arrangements for your loan right on the telephone. And the extra money you need will be waiting for you at your nearby GFC Loan Company office. And there are six of them in Kansas City in Independence. Remember now, to cut car payments way down or to get $25 to $2,000 for any other purpose, make your arrangements in advance by calling GFC's friendly Bob Adams right now. Grand 15373. Open Monday and Friday evening till 7.30. 
Hoffman, Office and Independence, 217 West Maple. Well, baseball fans, I've had about uh, two halves of a ball game that have certainly been exciting so far. So, Molly, I'm going to sit back and relax and listen to you. How about you, fans? Listen to Molly Moore. Thank you, George. Here we go down the home stretch now, last half of the fifth inning, and the old pro, Gino Simoli, leads off for Kansas City. Gino had a base hit his first time up. It led off the third inning off Ralph Terry. Was our first base hit. He was our first runner. Now Greco followed with a hit. Sagi sacrificed, but then Wojcik and Kazi were cut down, and that's our only scoring threat of the game. Terry throws a breaking ball in there for a call strike. The Yankees and the Athletics in a pitching battle. No score. Last half of the fifth inning. Terry, a 16-game winner, pumps. Simone takes one high and inside. Ball one. Gino was primed and ready to hit a curveball then. It looked as if he were trying to run up on the pitch. He had made up his mind he was going to hit the curve. And he got a fastball and just almost took one right in the head. Those batters guess up there once in a while. I know Ed Charles last time up had some tremendous swings at that curveball. And he missed it. But he had it timed perfectly. He was not going to be fooled on the timing. Here's the one and one pitch. Breaking ball outside. It's two and one now to Gino. Samoli's had a fine year for the Athletics again. Gino rescued out of the minors last year, turned in quite a sensational year for Kansas City. And this year he's batting 267. He's knocked in 46 runs. Here's a 2 1 pitch. There's a fastball hit up the alley in right center field, but Maris on the run is going to get to this one. He makes the catch. One away in the last half of the fifth inning. The Athletics have had only three hits, all singles. The Yankees have had only one hit off Diego Segui. It was a single by Elston Howard. And now here's Bobby Del Greco. Bobby batting 216. He had three hits last night and scored two runs. Del Greco has scored in each of the last eight ball games in which he's played. Well, now, if your car payments are so big they hurt, don't you let them go on hurting. You're paid down to $1,000 or less. The GFC Loan Company can cut those back-breaking payments in half, maybe even lower. That's right. GFC can reduce your balance way, way down. Now, does that sound good? Well, then call friendly Bob Adams at the GFC Loan Company right now. As a special accommodation, Bob is keeping all the lines on the main telephone switchboard open all through this ballgame. And that number is Grand 15373. Bob will fix you up in a hurry. He'll make the arrangements for your loan right on the telephone. And the extra money you need will be waiting for you at your nearby GFC Loan Company office. And there are six of them in Kansas City and Independence. Remember now, to cut car payments way down. Or to get $25 to $2,000 for any other purpose, make your arrangements in advance by calling GFC's friendly Bob Adams right now. Grand 15373. Open Monday and Friday evening till 7.30. Office in Independence, 217 West Maple. Well, baseball fans... I've had about uh, two halves of a ball game that have certainly been exciting so far. So, Molly, I'm going to sit back and relax and listen to you. How about you, fans? Listen to Molly Moore. Thank you, George. Here we go down the home stretch now, last half of the fifth inning, and the old pro, Gino Simoli, leads off for Kansas City. Gino had a base hit his first time up. It led off the third inning off Ralph Terry. Was our first base hit. He was our first runner. Now, Greco followed with a hit. Sagi sacrificed, but then Wojcik and Kazi were cut down, and that's our only scoring threat of the game. Terry throws a breaking ball in there for a call strike. The Yankees and the Athletics in a pitching battle. No score. Last half of the fifth inning. Terry, a 16-game winner, pumps. Simone takes one high and inside. Ball one. 
Gino was primed and ready to hit a curveball then. It looked as if he were trying to run up on the pitch. He had made up his mind he was going to hit the curve. And he got a fastball and just almost took one right in the head. Those batters guess up there once in a while. I know Ed Charles last time up had some tremendous swings at that curveball. And he missed it. But he had it timed perfectly. He was not going to be fooled on the timing. Here's the one-and-one pitch. Breaking ball outside. It's two-and-one now to Gino. Simoli's had a fine year for the Athletics again. Gino rescued out of the minors last year, turned in quite a sensational year for Kansas City, and this year he's batting 267. He's knocked in 46 runs. Here's a 2-1 pitch. There's a fastball hit up the alley in right center field, but Maris on the run is going to get to this one. He makes the catch. One away in the last half of the fifth inning. The Athletics have had only three hits, all singles. The Yankees have had only one hit off Diego Segui. It was a single by Elston Howard. And now here's Bobby Del Greco. Bobby batting 216. He had three hits last night and scored two runs. Del Greco has scored in each of the last eight ball games in which he's played. Down at that number eight spot in the batting order now. Terry winds and throws the fastball. Bobby hits it deep to left center field, but Mantle is patrolling that area and makes the catch there two down. And now the pitcher, Diego Segui, comes up. Last half of the fifth inning, motoring right along here. A game in much contrast to this one in the National League tonight. The Phillies are leading Houston 15 to nothing after six innings of play. You'd think in a game such as that there would be a lot of home runs. There have been only two hit by the Phillies. One by Callison, one by Gonzalez. They were both in the same inning. Diego Segui. Fine young pitching prospect for the Kansas City Athletics. Ralph Terry pitches. Slow curve, hangs high and inside. Ball one. Ralph spends his winter in Larned, Kansas. An area that's certainly well covered on our Kansas City Athletics radio network by several of our stations out in western and central Kansas. One of the nicest men around the big leagues among the players. Sagi takes a low fastball. It's 2-0 and now. Ralph never fails to go out of his way to go by and say hello to his friends from Kansas City. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Sagi swings around and misses. He took such a big swing at that one, he got both feet off the ground. <laughs> Hang in there, Diego. Yankees and Athletics, nothing, nothing. Last half of the fifth is two-thirds gone. Now Terry delivers two and one. Sagi swings again and doesn't connect. Strike two. One thing about Ralph Terry, he very rarely will walk a man. He had a consecutive game walkless streak going. It was really amazing. Not topped, of course, by... Bill Fisher of Kansas City. Great record. Here's Sagi swinging and missing strike three. So Terry records his third strikeout of the game as he sets the A's down in the fifth inning in order. No runs, hits, or errors, and nobody left on base, and the score after five innings of play is Kansas City nothing, New York nothing. Folks, as we've said before, tonight the number to call to make arrangements for a GFC loan company loan is Grand 15373. 
Tonight, everybody who wants to arrange a loan by phone is sure to be taken care of because tonight GFC is keeping all the lines on that main switchboard open. With friendly Bob Adams and all the boys from all the Kansas City and Independence GFC offices on deck to serve you with the cash in a flash. Umpteen phones in operation, so you're sure to be taken care of tonight. Why don't you call now? $25 to $2,000 is yours when you want it. Tomorrow? Yes, sir. Or tonight? Well, tonight, to accommodate you and you and everybody else who wants money, the main switchboard, Grand 15373, is open with all the friendly GFC loan company men to serve you. So for cash tonight, it's Grand 15373. GFC Loan Company, Grand 15373. All offices open Monday and Friday evening until 7.30. Also an office in Independence, 217 West Maple. The top half of the sixth inning, Segui faces the top part of the Yankee batting order. Tony Kubek, Bobby Richardson, and Joe Pepitone. It's no score. Fine defensive plays turned in in the ball game. Gino Simoli and Ed Charles have spearheaded the fine defensive plays for the Athletics. Bobby Richardson made one for the Yankees. But the pitchers have had control. New York has had only one base hit. And this is certainly in contrast to other Yankee outings against Segui this year. Diego has pitched against them three times. And in 11 and a third innings of pitching against the Yankees, Segui has been bombed for 18 hits by New York. They had scored 10 runs in the 11 and a third innings against him up till today. He's had excellent stuff here tonight. He's walked three but gotten away with them all. So far, here's a pitch to Kubek. A little high ball one. About a three-quarter speed pitch thrown by Diego. The Dodgers pressing on towards the National League pennant. Scored two runs in the seventh inning. Lead the Pirates four to nothing. The Pirates have been out a long time in the seventh. Swing and a miss by Kubek on a breaking ball down and in. One ball, one strike. Yankee shortstop and a good one. Kubek digs in. Here's the pitch. Fastball just missed inside. Two and one the count. Segui mixing his speeds considerably here tonight. The Pirates did score one run in the seventh inning. They were out a long time, and I see they've changed pitchers for the eighth inning, so that probably means they had a pinch hitter up here. It's still Dodgers four, Pirates one into the eighth. Two and one count. Ground ball back to the mound. Segui picks it up, throws over to Seaburn at first, and he got him. One away in the sixth. Segui wound up real big that time, but pulled the string on that fork ball he throws, and Tony hit it right off the end of the bat. Now here's Bobby Richardson, Yankee second baseman. He's grounded out twice tonight. Bobby's always a bunt threat. He's one of the real good drag bunters in baseball. A little fellow, but he's very strong. The pitch from Segui is outside, ball one. Charlie Lau behind the plate for the Athletics. Segui winds, delivers. Fastball is low, 2 and 0 to Richardson. Bubba Phillips has just tied up the Washington Senators. Phillips for the Tigers hit a homer in the fourth inning, and that game is now tied at 2 and 2. Phillips had a home run in the first game also. Washington beat Detroit in the first game. Segui has asked for a new baseball, and he's just now completing a little house cleaning work on it, rubbing it up somewhat. Now he's ready, curls that leg around and throws 
Richardson pops it up down the third base line in foul territory. Ed Charles looking up into the night sky and makes the catch as it comes down. Two up and two down in the sixth, and the batter now is Joe Pepitone, left-hand hitting first baseman for the Yankees. Pepitone. One of the outstanding young ball players in baseball today. Not only does he have great skill around first base with that glove, one of the best defensive first basemen in the game today, he has fine power. Joe has powdered 23 homers this year. He's knocked in 78 runs and has maintained the batting average of 277. Sagi winds up and delivers to him. Breaking ball is outside, 1-0. The Yankees have won 95 games and lost 50. They won the pennant last year in the American League with just 96 wins. Here's the 1-0 pitch. High and outside. Two balls and no strikes. Sagi's been behind almost every batter the last inning or two. He's been able to settle down and get it over the plate. He has walked three in the game. He struck out two. The Yankees have one hit. Two down in the sixth of a scoreless game. Sagi's pitch on the way. There's a drive hit out of the park, but foul. Pepitone ripped that one up on the right field side of the box seat area. So he got out in front, and, and all that saved that ball from going for a ride in fair territory was that Sagi pulled the string, and Pepitone was out in front of it and pulled it. of two and one. Here's the pitch to Joe. Started his swing but didn't go all the way around. He took it for ball three. It's three and one now. He has real good wrist. Was able to stop the bat that time but he's asking for the rosin bag to be thrown out now. Mickey Mantle in the on-deck circle for New York tosses it out to him. Pepitone cradles that bat fairly low in the strike zone. Many of the power hitters get that bat up a little bit, but he has it down low. Stands with a very normal stance at the plate, neither closed nor open, just sort of fairly straight away. Here's a three and one pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. He went for the high fastball that time. With two down, the count is full on Pepitone. Mantle on deck. Be a good man to get out of here. The wine, Sagi delivers. Fouled back this way. Pepitone's taking his rips up there. Tomorrow night, another Yankee A's game right here at Municipal Stadium in Kansas City at Rocco against Whitey Ford. Game time, 7 o'clock. Thursday afternoon, the series winds up. Mo Drabowski pitching for the A's, Al Downing for the Yankees. Game time, 1.30 Thursday. Three balls, two strikes on Pepitone. Sagi pitches. There's a drive towards right. Seaman to his right. Backhands the ball and holds on to it. Nice defensive play again by the Athletics first baseman, Norm Seaburn. And the Yankees go down in the sixth inning without a score or a hit. No A's errors and no Yankee runners left on base. In the middle of the sixth inning, it's Kansas City nothing, New York nothing. Hey, you wondering how you're going to get those medical, dental, and other bills paid? Well, why not get the extra $25 to $2,000 you need at the GFC Loan Company? Now, you're good for a loan anytime at GFC, you know. 
right now is the time to call. That main switchboard wide open for all you A's fans. Now, how about it? Now, with that financial jam right now, just get right out of there. Twenty-five to $2,000 fast and easy. Give old friendly Bob Adams a buzz, the GFC loan by phone number, and that's Grand 15373. Yes, sir, it's a special accommodation to you, so there'll be no delays. Bob is keeping all the lines on the main switchboard open all through tonight's ball game. You can call right now and make arrangements pronto. Then you can pick up the cash tomorrow at any of the six offices in Kansas City and Independent. Again, now that loan by phone number, Grand 15373. Call right now. GFC Loan Company, open Monday and Friday evenings till 7.30. And there's an office in Independence at 217 West Maple. John Wojcik leads off for the homestand in Kansas City Athletics. He's the leadoff batter for the A's, and he's right at the top of the deck here in the sixth inning. He'll be followed by Causey and Lumpy. Three left-hand hitters in a row, and if we need more, Norm Seaburn. The cleanup batter, and he's also scheduled in this inning if we can get that far. Ralph Terry has held Kansas City to three base hits. Two of them came back to back in the early innings. Here's a slow blooper ball thrown right over the plate for a call strike. The thing was thrown slowly enough, you'd caught it between your teeth, it wouldn't even have hurt you. Now the 0 1 pitch. A little faster this time, but still not throwing hard, and he misses outside with it one and one. Terry has pitched more complete games than any pitcher in the American League. He has 16 complete jobs. If you were to guess which pitcher in the National League had pitched more than any other, who would you guess? Fastball high and outside. Wojcik gets two and one now. Warren Spahn of the Milwaukee Braves. Maybe the oldest pitcher in the National League right now a number of years. He's won 20 games already this year. He's pitched 19 complete games to lead all Major League pitchers in route jobs. It's an amazing thing. Two balls and one strike to Wojcik. Slow curve and Johnny swings and misses. Strike two. Ralph Terry credits Johnny Sane with getting him a lot of his pitching savvy. Johnny was a great changeup artist too. 2-2 pitch. Fastball. Wojcik hits it into the air. Right center field. Mantle and Maris both over. And it's Maris making the catch. So Wojcik is 0 for 3 in his first Major League start of this season. John came up at the end of last year and got a few starts. Wayne Causey, the athletic shortstop, 0 for 2. Wayne was commenting tonight about something that we really hadn't given too much thought to, but the batters did not get to take batting practice here tonight due to the fact the uh, rain was falling and the uh, tarp was covering the infield, and Wayne was out all last week. He's only had one night of batting. In over a week, and that was last night in a game, and he had two hits in the game. First pitch from Ralph Terry to Causey's outside ball one. Hits have been scarce as hen's teeth here in this game. Here's the pitch. Slow curve again. This one misses inside ball two. Causey's wearing Yankee pitching out. He's batting 378 against the Yankees. He's had 14 hits and 37 at bats, and he's knocked in eight runs. He's hit two homers against New York pitching. Wayne Causey. The A's fans start that rhythmic applause. Here's the pitch. Causey hits a fastball. Straightaway center field. Mantle coming in a few steps. He has it. Two down in the sixth inning. These guys make pitching look really easy tonight. Think about Terry. If you beat him, you're going to have to beat him with base hits. He doesn't walk you. He's been tough on the athletics. Ralph came up in the 
Hayes farm system, you know. After the Yankees got him, he has beaten Kansas City eight times and lost only two to his former teammates. Here's Jerry Lumpy, A's second baseman, also a former Yankee. Jerry throws, Lumpy takes a fastball right in there for a call strike. Two down, sixth inning, no scorer, New York and Kansas City. In a scoreless game against the Yankees, it's kind of like being on a time bomb, just listening to the ticks tick away and wondering how long it's going to be. The 0-1 pitch, inside, 1-1. One one. But after last night, the Yankees led the Athletics 6-0 going into the last half of the seventh inning. And the A's exploded a time bomb of their own, tying the game in that inning and winning it in the eighth. A ball and a strike. Ralph has thrown Luffy two straight fastballs. He delivers a slow curve, and Luffy hits it in the left field. Base hit. You can almost have guessed that one because he has not thrown three straight fastballs all night long. Well, he threw two straight to Luffy, and Jerry timed that curve and timed it well. So the A's have a man on with two down, and here's the big fellow, Norm Seaburn, at the plate. And Norm against the Yankees this year has not been too prolific with that bat. He's batting 186 against them. However, he's hit two home runs, one against Jim Bowden and one against Al Downing. And he's knocked in six runs. So right now, an extra base hit would be mighty good. Speaking of former Yankees, so was Norm Seaburn. A Yankee at one time. Here's the pitch. Low and outside, ball one. Ralph Terry has pitched more complete games than any pitcher in the American League, and he's just about had more home runs hit on him than any pitcher in the American League. He's given up 28 home runs this year. I think Bunning of the Tigers, Jim Bunning, is the only pitcher who's given up more. Lumpy leads off first. Terry sets. Pitches to Seaburn. Swing and a miss, and Norm really had the home run cut on that one. A good pitch by Ralph Terry. He jammed Norm, threw him a good fastball right on the bell buckle. A ball and a strike. Seaburn tonight is grounded out to the pitcher and hit a fly ball to center field that was caught by Mickey Mantle. Terry pitches. Inside again, ball two. Now he's thrown Norm three straight fastballs. One low and inside, one low and outside. And, of course, the good one that he threw in on the belt buckle. Two balls, one strike. Say in that Dodger game, Clemente has just hit a homer for the Pirates in the eighth inning, and it's now Los Angeles 4, Pittsburgh 2 in the eighth. Following that Dodger game, also the Cardinal game closely for you. Seaburn hits a bouncer over the mound. The shortstop, Kubek, has it, steps on the bag at second base, and he was playing right straight behind second base. Ordinarily... I guess any defense, that's a base hit. But Kubek was playing right straight behind second base, expecting Seaburn to pull the ball, and he did just that right at him. So the A's mild threat goes by the boards in the sixth inning on one hit, no errors, and a man left on. And after six innings, this ball game is right where we started in scores. Kansas City nothing, New York nothing. Out of our network now, let's take a look at the National League. We've been giving you some of the scores. The Giants are playing New York Mets. Giants have not scored through seven innings, and the Mets have three, so it's three-nothing. Hickman has hit a home run. Carl and Willie and Billy O'Dell were the starting pitchers. Houston, Philadelphia, well, it's kind of a rod, really. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They're 15 to nothing. That's the score in the eighth inning, and the Phillies lead Houston. Pirates, as Monty just mentioned a while ago, are trailing the Dodgers by two now. 
And the Pirates have uh, one more pop at them. And still out in the eighth inning. The final out in Clemente had hit the home run there. Sandy Koufax with 22 wins is still pitching. 